You're listening to the Canterbury Mornings Podcast with John McDonald from Newstalk ZB. Now, you will have heard in the news today that the people at Arana Park have had a guts full of boy races. You know, Arana Park, uh, McLean's Island Way, all the animals, people love going to Arana Park. So they've, they've had a guts full of boy races, or car enthusiasts, as some people would refer to them. But for the sake of today's conversation, let's call them, let's call them boy races. In fact, we'll call them boy races and girl races. There we go. Got everything covered. Uh, almost. Now, the reason the people at Arana Park are speaking out is that animals there have been getting really spooked by the noise that the boy races and the girl races are making when they've been meeting up outside the park to do skids and burnouts. They call them they call them meetups, meet don't they, Jess? Anyway, so they've been turning up outside Arana Park, and you'll know the type of noise that we're talking about, all the revving and screeching of tyres. And what, what's been happening is some animals have been so freaked out by it that they've panicked and they've been running around their enclosures and getting injured. So there have been some serious cuts and, and, and bruises going on. And the Arana Park people are also concerned about the animals being so stressed by the noise that they're not just talking about physical injuries. They're also worried that some of the animals might have some form of long-term psychological injury or damage. And you see, why... why <laughs> If you're asking why should we be worried about that, I will tell you, because it would really impact on things with its breeding program that they run there. They're saying today that all the stress from the boy races could have an impact on uh, some of the endangered native birds that they breed. What they do is they, they breed them at Arana Park and then they release them into the wild. But the Arana Park people are saying that this kind of stress from all that noise could affect breeding behaviour and could even have an impact on the quality of the eggs. So the animals are stressed, and the staff at Arana Park are stressed too, and there's concern also that doing burnouts in areas like that with a lot of vegetation could be a fire risk. So the cops seem to be on to it. They've identified 16 vehicles that are being used to do burnouts outside the wildlife park. Ten of them have already been impounded. Crusher Collins will be happy and they're on the hunt right now for the other six. So 16 involved, they've got 10 in the pound, and they're on on the lookout for the other six. But it raises the question, doesn't it, as to whether we're fighting a losing battle here and whether we should just give up on the idea that we can bring boy races under control. I reckon that from what we've learned over the years, especially here in Canterbury, we've learned that anyone who thinks they can get rid of boy races, well, they're in la-la land, they're dreaming. Because, think about it, there have been boy races in some way, shape or form forever, haven't there? When I was growing up, they were called hoons. Before that, they were called bodgies. Although I think bodgies had motorbikes as well as cars, but you get what I mean. Boy racer, girl racer, hoon, bodgie, all the same thing really. Generally, young people who love their cars and love using them to make a spectacle. But as we know, uh, people also make a nuisance of themselves, like the Muppets doing the burnouts outside Arana Park, people make a nuisance of themselves with vehicles anywhere and everywhere. Not just the boy racers. You know, I saw a guy on a motorbike go so fast down Columbus Street the other week, he got speed wobbles. That's how fast he was going. So, you know, the boy and girl racers aren't the only ones who can be real bozos on the roads, which is why I think this whole idea 
of cracking down on boy races is a pipe dream. We've got to forget about it. We've tried over the years. In Christchurch, they brought in the no cruising zones. Those signs are still there. Remember that? That was Bob Parker who did that. And then they thought, oh, what we need to do is we need to give them a space to do their burnouts. And so a concrete pad was built at Ruapuna Speedway as well, wasn't it? The idea being that they could all go there and fill their boots doing skids and burnouts, but no one was interested. Why is that? Do you reckon? It's because all the suits and old farts like us, we didn't think at the time, what we didn't think at the time, or think about, is that meeting up to let rip in the car isn't about being really organised and isn't about being part of society. It's about stuff happening on the spur of the moment. It's about not following the rules and it's about taking over a piece of road, a piece of public road and making it your own. So that was never going to work. Just like the no cruising zones were never really going to work either. Sure, it might have sorted things out a bit in the central city, but all it did was push the problem somewhere else. So that's why I think it's time to wave the white flag. It's time to tell the boy racers that we think they're a bunch of losers with some of the stuff they get up to. But the fight to get rid of them is over. For more from Canterbury Mornings with John McDonald, listen live to News Talks at Christchurch from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.